Okay, podcast 20. Welcome to Empower Your Oils. And today is, the topic is oil of sexual harmony. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, la la, sexual harmony. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen, this podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Deuterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Deuterra essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Welcome, everyone. Um, this is Gina, and I'm super stoked to be here today. It is uh, the Friday after Valentine's Day in 2017, the year of the star. And today we are talking about the impairment of cinnamon oil, cinnamon bark oil to be specific. I am in love with cinnamon whipped cream. <laughs> this is all there is to it. This is all there is to it. I have a new love in my life and what a great month to have it come in in a Valentine's Day. But cinnamon whipped cream is my new favorite. So I'm drinking, um, I'm calling it Gina's Hottie Chata. And I had a friend told me who that would be a great name for my vagina if I wanted to nickname it the Hottie Chata, <laughs> which is hilarious. So you could drink that if you want. Now you can make this drink and be like, wow. Anyway, okay, I'm getting off topic a lot. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so you guys are well aware. I haven't been drinking for 40 days and here I am and it's, I am drinking. <laughs> Janet, what are you drinking before I tell them what's in my cup? Besides, besides cinnamon whipped cream. I'm really jealous about the cinnamon whipped cream. I really wished I had some. Um, I think it would be, go great on my drink, too. It would go so good on your drink. I got a picture of it, actually. I don't know what's in your drink, though. So tell me, what's in your... What are you drinking? Um, it's called Essential Hotness. Mm. And it's cranberry juice, which is hot, like warmed up hot. Thank and you. <laughs> Because I thought it had like jalapeno peppers or something in it when I looked at the recipe. Which might be really good too. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you should try it. And it's got vodka and lemon juice and a drop of cinnamon essential oil. Mm, so weird. Cranberry and lemon, lemon juice too. And you use lemon juice instead of lemon oil. Why? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> right on. So I think it needed for, more liquid in it. <laughs> oh, awesome. See, I'm always like, just put more vodka. So um, I love that because sometimes when I look at recipes and I see lemon juice, I think, oh, I can just put a drop of lemon oil. So it's kind of a fun mixer. So I was always curious. Um, and sometimes I do use lime juice or lemon juice or whatever. I just was kind of curious about that. So for those of you, if you don't have lemons and you have vodka and you have cranberry juice, not spicy cranberry juice, but just cranberry juice, and you have lemon oil and you have cinnamon oil, you could too also make this drink and maybe just add water or something. True. Yeah. Very true. Cool. So in my, in Gigi's Hadi Chata, 
Uh, <laughs> I have so much I want to say right now. I'm just going to keep it quiet. It's rum chata, vanilla vodka. And you know, my favorite. And I put some club soda because uh, originally I was just going to do rum chata and vanilla vodka and it was really strong. So I was like, I need something. So I just put some soda water and then, um, one drop of cinnamon and I added, uh, some cayenne pepper and truthfully, I probably put on the recipe, I said a dash or two, but I probably put a good teaspoon in mine cause I love spicy. And then I made cinnamon whipped cream. Oh my God. So just make whipped cream. If you guys know how to do that, it's just heavy cream and, um, I bought the most amazing thing from Pampered Chef and it's this whipped cream maker and it's, you just pump it kind of like a, their food chopper. Are you familiar? Have I talked about the whipped cream thing? It's like my favorite thing in the world now. No, but I Anyway, <laughs> it's like their food chopper where you go, you know, like you pound on it and it goes chop, 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 but you pound on it and you make whipped cream. So like, I can get out my anger and be like, I make whipped cream and in 30 seconds you have whipped cream and it's so cool. I've had lavender whipped cream, cinnamon and cardamom and, and coriander. I'm just like playing with all these, like, I love whipped cream. So it's been really fun. So anyway, today we're having cinnamon whipped cream, which I had not had yet. And it is quite delicious. And I'm drinking for one of the first times in 40 days. So feeling very high, like on life. Yay. Yay. Gina's back. Cool. So we're talking about cinnamon. What do you think about cinnamon, Janet? Um, I love cinnamon. I think the smell is great. And oh, and did you know that one of men the man a man's favorite smells is cinnamon no but I have a good friend right now who loves cinnamon <laughs> and I think it's hilarious but cinnamon's it's, not my favorite for some reason I think yogi tea kind of killed me for that because I always add extra cardamom and pepper and ginger to my yogi tea because cinnamon's just too strong it's funny I have a kind of an aversion to cinnamon but as I was making my drink today I I was loving the smell of it. The taste of it is still just a little too strong for me, but. Well, the smell's great. It, it smells. Feel real warm and cozy or something. Totally, right? Well, warm and cozy goes with the whole sexual harmony thing because when people feel safe, when they feel cozy, when they feel there's a space that they're more relaxed and relaxation is such a huge thing with regard to sexuality. And so that totally makes sense. Your little. When you're warm, you also feel more open. You're like, when I'm cold, I get all contracted and hunched over and tight. So yeah, I can see how being warm makes you more relaxed and open to everything. And this is why we should move to Hawaii, Janet, so we could always be warm and okay <laughs> and relaxed and completely sexually harmonious. I, right. I'm so thinking, yeah, Hawaii it is. Do you think so Hawaii would be too hot for you though? Not anymore. I know. It's so cool. Janet used to be hot all the time and she'd be in yoga class, like just sweating her balls off. Well, she doesn't have balls, sweating her vagina, her little vulva <laughs> off. I don't even know if it's little, little anyway, sweating her vulva off and, um, and I'd be freezing. <laughs> and now it's so cool that she's shifting. That's what I'll say. Shifting. That, uh, it's, it's awesome. And now one of these days she's probably gonna be making fun of me because I'll be having these power surges and sweating my vulva off. Yeah. But anyway, um if we use enough essential oils, maybe that won't happen. 
That's right. I know. Clary Sage, Clary Calm. I couldn't live without Clary Calm, I don't think. So cinnamon, cinnamon's so beautiful. I was really looking forward to this, um, this episode because of course I love to talk about sex. And for those of you who don't know me, I love to talk about sex. I love to have sex. I love all things sexual really. But in truth, it's, it's not always about the sex. I think it's about, um, owning that we're sexual beings and not being repressed about it. Like I like to talk about sex around this kitchen table. Like, you know, to me, it's no different. Talking about sex is no different than to be like, what coffee are you going to get at Starbucks? But we live in such a culture where it seems so repressed and suppressed or on the flip side, over-sexualized. And I, I believe I tend to be much more over-sexualized because I have no problem talking about sex. And so I've been really looking forward to this episode. Anyway, enough about me. What do you think, Janet? Because, <laughs> you know, I could totally just talk about sex for hours and this is not necessarily, you know, all about me. So true. Maybe not. Yeah. But maybe it is. Whatever. Yeah. Well, what do you use? What do you use cinnamon for? Well, I actually use it every day on the bottom of my feet. Um, it's for to help with metabolism and controlling your blood sugar. Because I come from a family on both sides of diabetes. So I'm trying to always not get that. <laughs> right. So I feel like I use it as a, you know, proactively. Mm-hmm. So it, my body can process sugar better. So it supports healthy metabolic function. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That, that would be correct. And it may promote healthy circulatory function? Sure. Oh yeah. my God, hilarious. I've been drinking. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to be a rule follower right now. So that's awesome. Did you also know that it, that it repels insects so your feet will not get bitten by spiders? Well, that's good. Isn't that great? The other way I use it is always to, I like cinnamon and chocolate together. So any kind yeah. of chocolate things with cinnamon in it yeah. make me very happy. Gross. That's gross. People, some people hate that. So, well, you know, I never was a fan of, of Mexican hot chocolate. And I think it's because there's so much cinnamon, but that's just me, you know. Um, I, cinnamon always reminds me of, cinnamon toothpicks which I love cinnamon toothpicks when we we're growing up but I, I swear to god they must have had acid or so much sugar in it I have no idea why I like them but anyway if you're not aware I'm going to give you a hot tip you can make cinnamon toothpicks if you have a roll-on bottle you just put toothpicks in there and then add like a drop or two of cinnamon bark oil and then put the lid on and then just let them be in there and it's like you're making your own cinnamon toothpicks it's very cool nice yeah hot tip hot tip hot tip for the day <laughs> okay so <laughs> well you know me I'm gonna give you seven hot tips because <laughs> why, why just give you one you want to be stingy about it <laughs> I know right so cinnamon I love of course for all the sexuality aspects it's a beautiful oil for a massage oil but now that's very controversial because cinnamon is a very warming oil. And so you want to be careful. You don't really ever want to use it just directly out of the bottle onto your skin because um, it, it is 
is a, a, a very warming oil, but if you use it with coconut oil, or I love to massage with olive oil, if you have a drop in there and then um, it can just be a really warming oil. And, you know, I love to be warm. And one day Janet and I will live in Hawaii Yay! <laughs> because it's warm there and then we're happy. But anyway, um, I think that cinnamon is probably my always go-to if I'm trying to get in the mood, if I'm helping someone get in the mood, whether it's someone I'm working with or a couple that's having uh, trouble getting their libido up or something like that. I will almost always include cinnamon in some sort of a, like I make a bliss mist that uh, the main scent is cinnamon. So it's, it's a beautiful massage, sensual massage oil or sensual, um, even like a sensual sheet spray. So that's what I love it for. And I have to say that whipped cream is now though my favorite use. It's like cinnamon whipped cream has changed my life. I can tell in the last four hours. <laughs> nice. Seriously. It's so good. I don't, I think I forgot to put sugar in it. When you make your own whipped cream, you know, you put a couple tablespoons of sugar. I think I made sugarless. Oh my God. This could be a sugar-free whipped cream just because the cinnamon is so awesome. Yum. That sounds mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Okay. You can tell I've been drinking. I like about cinnamon, I just realized as we were working on this podcast was it's good for body acceptance. And I didn't, you know, like grapefruit is great for body self acceptance and stuff but so grapefruit and a little bit of cinnamon would be really good for that <laughs> oh i wonder what grapefruit and cinnamon would taste like i'm thinking you know how i eat grapefruit hot i'm like an actual grapefruit if you did grapefruit and then the brown sugar on top and then put um a dash of cinnamon spice or you mixed in and made a cinnamon brown sugar. Oh my God, cinnamon brown sugar. Isn't that my favorite kinds of Pop-Tarts in the whole world? Cinnamon brown sugar. Yeah, and oatmeal. <laughs> okay, I've been drinking. Okay. I'm so going down There's some little topics. for cinnamon, for sure. Yeah. I was so, so weird you said the grapefruit. I was thinking about the hot one. I'm like, I still am going to try the hot grapefruit, even though I- You haven't tried it? Oh my gosh, we did grapefruit like- we're on episode 20. I don't even know when grapefruit was. That had to have been a, oh, that was just in January. Never mind. That wasn't very long ago. A little bit ago, but. Well, one thing cinnamon is great for, of course, doTERRA cinnamon, doTERRA cinnamon you can ingest. Um, it is spicy though. So as always, go listen to episode three when it talks about ingesting and then do your own research because ingesting oils is controversial. But this cinnamon is so fun to flavor food with and um and then the benefits like it's healing from the inside out which i love so it really helps bring in body acceptance and attractiveness and accepted and healthy sexuality and harmonious and intimacy and what else does it do janet um, it helps you um let go of control and be free as well of all your probably it's one thing sexual hang-ups and body hang-ups so yep. encourages you to let it go yeah and i won't sing for you but i really you won't sing for me let it go 
<laughs> you know what's really funny, everyone? Okay, so I'm the one who sings it, let it go. But she makes the body movements, like she's on the top of that gosh darn ice thing, which I've never even seen. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen Elsa at the top of the like whatever ice stairs or something. It seems like she's on top of the world singing let it go. So every time I say let it go, Janet goes into this like, I wish we could just do these on video. Oh my God, it's so funny. You guys, I wish you could see it right now. It's so fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Okay. So negative emotions, body rejection, fear, controlling, jealousy, sexual abuse, sexual oppression, and overactive sexuality. I was thinking about this. I, I, I've really been processing like what is my natural sexual essence? And, um, I feel like most of the country is either repressed or suppressed or over would be pressed. It's not overpressed. What would it be? Over over stimulative. Overactive, maybe. And so I was thinking about like what is my natural? And I've been trying to really process and come in tune with it. And I feel like most of my life because I'm so comfortable with sexuality I tend to be in the over what'd you say it's not pressed over can we just make up a new word it's not suppressed it's not repressed it's overpressed overpressed sexuality energy (laughs) so anyway I'm doing all this really internal work about what is my natural sexual essence and I feel like if we could all just own our natural sexual essence that um life would be groovy and of course i don't know what mine is so i'm i'm going into that i don't even know why i'm talking about this too much to drink janet i don't think so i think you talk about this all the time no matter what it's really my natural sexual essence i just feel like i'm learning about this in the last six weeks realizing that well you don't you haven't ever called it that before oh my gosh don't you think sometimes I stand on the top of my roof and I just scream out like, Hey everyone, we need to talk about sex and be comfortable with it. Come over here. When if I just would, I don't know, just not say anything, it would be fine. Just have natural conversations. Yeah. It's no, I feel when like I, some when I first knew you though, remember when you were wanting to have your sex talks. So you had like a meeting set up at your house where everybody would come yeah. over and specifically talk about sex. Yeah, it was so great. Did you come to this? I did. did you, ever, you did. Okay. It was when I very first met you, which was yeah. out of my weird comfort zone, but I was like, what the heck? That <laughs> was all my, I, for, I forgot about that. It was just an evening about conscious, having a conscious conversation about sexuality. Oh my God. That's when I did that whole 20 dates with 20 different t- people to talk about dating. Oh yeah. Anyway which was really great. Okay. That that's information for another episode. Okay. So here we go, man, we are just, I am just, Oh, we better get going. Okay. (laughs) I just looked at the time. Holy crackers. So let's go. So we had this whole conversation. Oh my gosh, Janet, we just went down a tangent. Hilarious. Okay. So when we were trying to come up with the ritual or the intention for cinnamon we started talking about forgiveness and so then we got into this conversation about what is forgiveness do you want to talk about that a little bit do you want to share what you shared with me um i 
I've really never understood forgiveness. You know, people have tried to explain it to me in all sorts of different ways, and it never has made sense to me. And finally, I guess, eventually I figured out forgiveness is really all about me. It's not about the other person who I'm really pissed off at or thought they did me wrong or whatever. It's not anything to do with them. It's about me trying to control the situation and continue to be all pumped up about it and be self-righteous and like, I'm all right and they're all wrong and blah. <laughs> and so once I kind of figured out that the forgiveness is about me and, and it's, it's hurting my life, not anyone else's. I mean, usually the people that I'm mad at don't even know I'm mad at them probably. <laughs> I mean, well, the couple do, but <laughs> maybe. Oh, my, my ex knows because I, I tended to tell him every time I saw him. So, <laughs> right. But once you kind of figure out that it's not about them, it's really about you and your own life and, you know, learning to forgive yourself first and then be able to forgive them and kind of just having an open heart and let it go. It makes a difference. And we were talking about, you know, she said, how long did it take you to forgive someone? And I said, well, like 19 years and it was a bit really it all happened in one moment when I finally said fuck this shit I'm done with it I don't need this in my life anymore and then it was kind of done and it really has changed my life a lot in a lot of ways I'm way more free and more myself again I was letting that anger and hurt change who I was have you forgiven yourself for that process or did you just forgive him? Um, no, I feel like I've forgiven myself too. And was that in that moment or was that after the moment that you actually forgave him? Hmm. No, I kind of feel like it was all balled up together. Yeah. You gave fucking rid of a lot that day. Yeah. And yeah. it really amazing and and it was weird afterwards I felt like I was kind of I had no purpose in life almost for a couple months afterwards because I had no anger to fuel my passions and get get shit done and stuff I was just kind of empty and I was like wow what do I do now I'm empty mm. and so it, that's what took the longest part to process was what to do with my life now that that all that anger and pent up hurt and everything wasn't there anymore. Wow. So you're holding on to it for so long that it ended up like almost being in some ways your reason to be your reason to not be alive, but your reasoning to, to, to have purpose and get things and to keep going, show them I could do this. You know, I guess, I don't know why they'd even cared, but it was like a purpose. I can do this because I'm going to show them. Yeah. It was a belief that you put inside your body that like, fuck you. I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. Thanks for sharing. That's so cool. So we want to remind you, Gina and I are not psychotherapists. We're just people. We're just real people who've had real life experiences and 
some people may know or say that we have no fucking idea what we're doing and that's totally fine. That's probably true. <laughs> right. So this pod is really about us, our life experiences, and then um, coming up with the things that we've either done, we've experienced. And so like Janet and I are the experts of our own lives. And so, um, yeah, so her story may resonate with you and may help you. And I think that that is awesome. When we were talking about forgiveness, I realized that I, I have been raised to be kind of a detached person and I, I feel so blessed because I don't feel like there's been anything majorly horrible that has happened to me that I've ever had to forgive someone for. Like I haven't had any murders in my life or, um, I I was date raped once, but I, I haven't had any really like hard trauma to myself. And so when I was thinking about forgiveness, I feel like I, I, forgive maybe pretty simply I don't know anyway she and I had a really great conversation about it so what we decided for this ceremony for for cinnamon is that we wanted to offer you the idea of making your world be completely about you and um I do a lot of empathy coaching in my one-on-one work. And part of what I feel like we often do is take on everyone else's shit. And I think when it comes to someone harming us or wronging us, that in some ways we take blame for ourselves or we blame ourselves for you know, maybe I deserved that way that I was treated or, well, I did do this. And so I guess it was okay that he, you know, shit all over me or, I mean, not physically, although he's emotionally shooting all, whatever. I just made that up. So anyway, so, so we came up with a forgiveness of ourselves ceremony. And of course we want you to always use your intuition. We want you to take our ideas and just make it work for you. So if you don't, like what we do, but you see a different thought in your mind or a different mantra, then our hope and dream is that you roll with doing what is awesome for you. And so what we came up with is to light a candle for the process. And um, we don't have enough time for me to tell you about a process that I did in, in cutting all ties with all of the lovers that I've ever had. But it had to do with lighting a little candle. And so you may want to light a little tea light candle. They're really cheap. You can get them at the dollar store. Sometimes little tea lights burn for two to four hours. Sometimes they're more on the six hour thing. But the idea is that you burn a candle and you let it, you let it finish burning. And so, um, We'd love for you to anoint each of your chakras with the cinnamon oil. And so that's easy, just as easy as you put a drop or two into your left hand, you take your right hand with your middle finger and kind of rub it in it. And then you just gently trot, touch your groin, touch right below your belly button, touch right above your belly button, touch your heart, touch your throat, touch your third eye, touch the crown of your head. So you're touching all of the chakras and then just kind of um, activating the oil, breathing it in a couple of times, and then just sitting and gazing as the candle as you repeat your forgiveness intentions. So whatever your intention may be, 
we'd love for you to just really be real and authentic and honest. This is only about you. You don't have to share this experience with anyone, except if you want to share it on Facebook, that would be really cool. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, but you literally don't have to share it with anyone else, but just repeating whatever mantra you come up for, like, I release you, I forgive you, I forgive myself, I forgive, like, whatever. Um, breathing in the words, allowing them to just kind of envelop you and um and then um forgiving yourself for every time that you either physically hurt yourself anytime you said yes when you really wanted to say no and so yeah we're going to go back over these when you didn't listen to your gut knowing that you did something that wasn't good for your body yeah yeah for sure. I also think the itty bitty shitty committee, like if they're having a fucking board meeting and they are just berating the shit out of you, I feel like emotional cutting is, um, in some ways I feel like it's almost a little bit worse than physical cutting. So anytime you've, you've hurt, it says in there, it says on our little mantra sheet, physically hurt yourself. But I, I, I want to say also emotionally hurt yourself. And then Anytime you've said yes, when you've really wanted to say no, when, what are some examples for you, Janet, that you've said yes, where you wanted, but you really want to, well, I've done it with boys where you, I didn't really want to have sex with them, but I said yes when I wanted to say no. And I, instead of running the other way, I went, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. And thinking it wasn't going to be a big deal, but it probably is in my cells somewhere of those things where you said yes when you shouldn't have yeah thank you yeah I'm thinking of all of the times that I offered to do something because someone asked me to and I like I feel like I'm a good person and they wouldn't like me if I didn't do it or um you know would you make four dozen cookies for the cheerleader uh fundraiser but I'm in trial that week. So sure. Yeah, of course I'll do it. And then you stay up and pull an all nighter. Like I can't tell you how many all nighters I've done in my entire life. And I'm not talking the fun, either sex all night or the fun party all night. I'm talking about like work all nighters. So, um, <laughs> yeah, bullshit. You've so done that with me. Like this is the horrible thing. Gina's emergency has been your emergency so many times and I feel horrible. And it still sometimes happens. So Janet is like, oh my God, my life fucking saver. She's been my lifesaver. Okay. Then I choose. (laughs) So physically hurt yourself, emotionally hurt yourself. When you said yes, when you really wanted to say no, when you didn't listen to your gut or your intuition, and this is huge to me. I feel like sometimes I think women are so much more susceptible to, um, making up stories about not listening to their body. But when did you get a gut feeling and you didn't listen? When, when do you ever look back and like, God, I like was getting ready for that party and I knew I shouldn't have gone, but I did. And then I, you know, my boyfriend met another woman there or like whatever, whatever the thing is. Like when you, when you know, you know, you know, you know, but you don't listen anyway, let's forgive ourselves for all the times that we didn't listen. Um, and if you believe in angels and spirit guides, uh, they will be so grateful when you forgive yourself and then move on and then actually start listening to them. That would be really great. Be aware and listen. (laughs) Yeah. And then anytime that you blamed yourself and this could be, gosh, something like, 
um, you know, you were watching a, a kid or, or your kid get hurt, you know, like falls off the, I had a really morbid one when Janet and I were talking earlier, so I won't go there. Talk about that. Your kid, yeah, your kid off the slide and like bangs his head and gets a concussion. And then you're like, oh my God, I should have been, you know, I was talking to the other mom or I was on Facebook or I wasn't paying attention or, you know, this is all my fault. And, 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 and there might even be some truth to where maybe you weren't being present with your child, but there's a space that you have to forgive yourself and let go because what has been done has been done. And if you carry that energy with you, it doesn't, it doesn't really serve you. So that's just another thing to forgive yourself for. And then honestly, like anything else that you feel like you need to to forgive yourself for. And honestly, I'll be, I'll be really bold and say, the things that you feel like you don't need to forgive yourself or you're like, Oh my God, I could never forgive myself. That's the space where, where the growth is going to happen. So like in all of these instances, when did you physically hurt yourself or emotionally? When did you say yes to when you didn't, when you wanted to say no, when did you not listen to your gut? When did you, when did you blame yourself? Those, if there's any dark places in there where you kind of don't want to go, that's, that's going to be where the great stuff is going to be. And my philosophy is if you can't feel it, you can't heal it. So let yourself go there and light your candle. If you can't gaze at it for the entire time that it's burning, which I mean, this could be a really beautiful process if you chose to, then light it, um, take a bath, watch a show or something. Um, but don't like, don't go to bed until it goes out. So give yourself time to have this process. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Janet? Um, I mean, I think it's, I, I have that resistance to spend, you know, for God's sakes, four hours with myself. What am I going to do then? You're really boring. <laughs> so I think it, I'm going to really try to do it because um, I have such resistance to thinking I'm going to sit there and watch a candle burn and look at all the dark places inside me. <laughs> oh my God. It's so amazing. It's so healing. And you know, you could also put, if you want to double duty up, put some, um, put your cinnamon in your diffuser too. So you've touched all your chakras. You're going through this process and um, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're uncomfortable with just time and space, then, then maybe you journal, maybe you do soul squiggles and maybe you like, I think it would be beautiful, Janet. I honestly do. Art. I might do some art. That might be fun. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like I visualize you doing it in um in a hotel. Like <laughs> you're out of your norm, you know, and you're like, thank you for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Please take forgiveness. And in the process of forgiveness, um, wrap it up with total unconditional love for yourself just as you are in this moment in that moment and we look forward to seeing you next week where we come back into full circle of um loving absolutely who you are bye one more bye 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 <laughs> bye please visit empoweryouroils.com for information on purchasing Deutera essential oils, to receive fun free downloads, and even a variety of not so free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us, 
and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.